Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Green Eye, the solar guy, coming with you for another installment for your educational solar spot right here on Anchor FM. Right now, I'm sitting with Neil McCulloch with Big Dog Solar. How you doing, Neil? How's it going? I'm doing well, Damon. How you doing, buddy? Good, good, man. Um, the reason why we're here today is to, just to get a little Q&A, um, also a little educational for the people that are listening there that want to know more Actually, not more, but want to know the right things about solar. What are you know? We want to we want to squash all the uh, misconceptions about solar. Like uh, first off, uh, why people always saying that there's two payments for solar. You know what I mean? So you, you want to expand a little bit on that? Why people would say you know why what you know why why are there some people saying there's two payments for solar? So I think what runs into it is a lot of people claim the money right off the bat. So if you're working with a solar company that's like, you know, not rolling cash the right way, mm-hmm. they might ding you because they'll they'll set you up, they'll claim the loan right away, and when that loan starts, you still have a payment if they don't get everything installed fast enough. Right. So big dog, we like to like give the people a little bit of a break, like, you know, we'll we'll wait a month or two before we claim that payment. That way people can be completely done with their electrical bill. And then they can move on to their loan instead of like getting double tapped, as we like to call it in the business. Mm-hmm. But really, if you're a solar company that's rolling the way you should, those payments shouldn't hit at the same time. So you should never be tapped with two bills. But if people are dragging their feet through the mud or you're working in a power company that has slow meter install, you could be hit with that. Right. Um, really, your solar power or your solar company should do the right thing and help you out. We try to help those people out if they ever do get double tapped. But that's a, one of the misconceptions in this business that you're going to get billed from the power company and get billed from the loan company. Um, if people are doing your solar right, you should definitely not have that problem and you should just roll seamlessly from one bill to the next. And ideally, you know, hopefully that's less than what you're paying now. And right. definitely in the future it'll be less because, you know, the power company is going up and up and up and up or this will be a nice levelized payment. You can budget for it. It'll be the same every month. You won't have that huge summer bill where it hits up in the three, four hundred like mine does. It'll just be that nice, consistent payment every month, so you right. can budget for it. Definitely better than what that power company's throwing out there. Now I know that a lot of people, a, a lot of people out there are they they want to know uh, like it's just a transfer of payment. You know, we're moving them, we're moving the customer from you know the traditional power company to solar and their their big their big thing is is you know of course you know financials and stuff like that and they got uh now uh in in this in this solar industry does does uh your your company do, do you guys do like other other little add-ons for the customer to give them a little more incentive to go solar or anything like that um, I mean, we really don't. Solar sort of speaks for itself, and we try not to cloud the water too much with that. Like, mm-hmm. solar is a purely financial thing. Mm-hmm. And what I really like about solar is, like, you've probably heard of the adage, but, like, it's renting versus owning. Mm-hmm. So right now with the power company, you're just giving them, like, for me, my bill get as high as five, 600 bucks. So every month I was just giving them that, right? I never right. see that back. I never got anything for it except my lights were on. And what's nice about solar is you're actually purchasing something that you can own that's gonna keep offsetting your bill for the next while. So instead of investing in the power company, you're investing yourself. Instead of getting equity in the power company, you're giving equity in yourself. And it's just one of those things that like pencils really nicely. And that's why you see a lot of people doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, There are some, if you're lucky enough to be, there are some rebates across the state of Colorado, like Holy Cross has a nice rebate going. Colorado Springs does a little bit. If you're down south, like southwest corner of the state, there's some power companies down there still incentivizing it. There's always gonna be that tax credit. Um, I mean, you got two years to take advantage of that still, right. so that's kind of phasing out, but 
hopefully like our uh, government might they're like it's been talk they've been close a couple times to extending that we'll see how that goes but right now the biggest pure like is just the fact that it's cheaper than what you're paying now usually and then you can budget for it every month so like in terms of big dog land we don't really have too many incentives nice. for that nice now i know you mentioned i know you mentioned rent versus owning uh there's a lot of there's a lot of companies out there and i know you, i know you know this that that do uh they rent their rent solar systems what are, what are your feelings on that? Um, leasing got a bad name in the beginning because a lot of sales guys did it really shady before mm -hmm. solar really, anybody knew what solar was. Colorado sort of fought back on that and made leases like, you know, not readily available. They're not ready available in every other state, but you are seeing them come back and they do make sense. If your sales guy is a legit sales guy and he's doing it the right way, there are scenarios where they make sense because not everybody can apply for like the tax credit, right? And get it. So like if your sales guy is telling you you're just gonna get this magical check, a lot of people mislead that way and then people don't get the check. So if you're one of those people that's like on a fixed income or you know, you don't have enough income to qualify for that tax credit, leases can make sense in that. And like we call them leases or PPAs. They're a little bit different the way they're set up, but they're basically the same principle. Mm. Um, I've had to get over that stigma myself because when I started solar, everybody's like, oh, everybody that sells leases is just, you know, right. like not doing it the right way. Right. But they are making a comeback in a big way. And for some people, they do make sense. And mm -hmm. if you just want, if like, if you just want a lesser bill and you don't want to own the system and you just mm -hmm. want to rent your roof out and you think that's a great idea, that's a good thing. And it can be a good thing for some people. You just have to make sure your sales guy is educating you right and that he's doing it the right way so that your bill is actually less mm -hmm. and that you can take advantage of that fully. But it's just like anything else right. like people can do it the right way or the wrong way you just got to kind of guard yourself gotcha. against that yeah let's let's back up a couple of steps when you uh let's mention let's let's talk about how how you got into solar what sparked your interest to get into solar so before i ever got into solar i was an electrician and i really enjoyed the electrical field and i was lucky enough that my uncle had gotten into solar he kind of went the gamut he went direct tv sales he went solar all the all the pathway that you hear so much in door-to-door -door, like pest control alarm systems they've just always been on that and he kind of told me hey solar's coming in a big way and you're an electrician you should kind of get into solar so i kind of took him seriously and in the first three months i sold about a half a million dollars worth of solar and i was like "Ooh, solar's pretty <laughs> legit and it's been a wild yeah. ride ever since right so how how long have you been been in solar so far um i officially started 2016 of may is when i got my start in solar and that was wow. a company so yeah i've i mean in the way solar's come along i've I'm not one so of those. So you're still you're still growing in the industry though. Yeah, yeah definitely. Nice. Like, I feel like that was the early days of solar, but not the super early days. Right. You hear some of these guys where they were selling like off grid systems and right. But kind of like the early wave of the new way that the people are doing it for sure. It feels like I've been a veteran for a lot of years. <laughs> solar has a way of aging you pretty fast. Right, right. I know noticed the little beard going on right there, looking really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, more gray in that um, beard. so do do you do you think do you feel that solar it's it's going to be the new thing now you know like the power companies of course there's a lot more power companies that want to want uh put in more solar fields and uh especially arizona for example they got solar fields all over the place for the power company where do you think yourself or big dog as well is going to be like 10 20 years from now you know, I really hope to stay in this industry. It seems like a long-term industry. When I first got into it, like all the sales guys, they always had it in their heads like, oh, it's the next three years or next four years before mm -hmm. the tax credit gets out. 
but I think the future is positive for it just because like green energy just makes sense. It's cheaper, mm. it's more reliable. We all know that we can't keep burning fossil fuels forever. They run out eventually, even if it's in my lifetime or the next, or you know, if it's your kids' kids, it's gonna run out eventually and we can't just keep construing the fl- I'm not necessarily one of the, the the solar guys that got into it because I'm super green and save the planet. Mm. Like for me, it was pretty much purely financial in the beginning. Like a lot of people that buy their systems is like, you've sat at the tables and it's like, right. you know, some of those people is like, oh yeah, I want to do my part to relieve my mm-hmm. carbon footprint. Some people are just like, you know what, I could care less about that. If it's going to save me money, I'm good. And I was kind of like, you know, in the middle somewhere, like I do believe in, you know, doing what we can for our planet and we can't screw it up for the next people. But I always had it in my head like, oh, this is just going to be like, get in, get in as much solar as you can. And then like, whatever happens after the four years, we'll figure it out now. Right. But I mean, you can see with the congressman, you can see like with Biden and the way he was running. I mean, even Trump, like everybody wanted to be like, oh, Trump's not, you know, he's anti whatever, but he's, right. he was very much on board with solar too. He just didn't have it as ambitious of a plan. Right. He's not like that. Oh, we've got to have the whole world running on solar power by 2035 or mm. we're going to end it. But I just really see a future in it. Like it makes sense for everybody. It kind of stinks. Yeah, it's like, like, a, it's like a no brainer. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the power companies are catching on to that too. And that's why you see the field. So it's like, to yeah. me, it's either, either we can build it for the people, give the money back to the people. Or if we don't get it to enough people, the power companies are going to do it anyway. So hopefully we can, you know, put that money in the pocket of the people before the, before the power companies do. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Because yeah, that 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 really puts a little damper on it. Because I I tried to uh, set up some customers down in Arizona as well and hit a wall because you know the power companies already went solar. It seemed like they went solar before they opened it up to the, you know, to residential and commercial and everything before they went solar. And now it's like, you know, I have a customer saying, you know, my realtor said it's not gonna benefit me to go solar because, you know, it's not gonna happen. I'm like, you know, that's kind of hard. So uh, with that, you know, when when your guys go out, when your guys go out, you know, is, is, that, uh, uh, is that at the top of their, uh, is that is I want to say like a worry list? Is that a top of you guys' worry list? Like you know, we got to stay ahead of the power company, a couple steps of the power company. You know, like I always think like people brought that question up, but I think the thing about California is ten Cali- You can always look at California and see like it's almost like looking to a crystal ball, like what's mm-hmm. going to happen. And California has a ton of solar, right? They right. beat everybody. They were way above it. They were doing it ten years ago. They had all the massive fields. If you drive through California, you see all the massive right. fields. And all their power is done still gone up and up and up. Like they have some of the highest in the nation. Like we're in Colorado, you can say anywhere from 14 cents to 16 cents. If you're lucky, you're down by the 10 cents. In California, you're talking 23, 24, 25 cents. So I used to think that, but then I like, you know, I've gotten a couple meetings where they're like, well, California has been doing this. They have solar everywhere and it's still like the prices stay high. So Mm. I don't think it's a huge worry for the consumer, but like, you know, power is always going up and up and up. And if we continue on the trends that we are, I mean, you've like seen it on our little programs every time. It's like four percent escalator, and no matter how much the power companies want to argue with that, like now what they're doing is they're changing the rates. You know, like it always used to be okay. It's cost this much for a kilowatt. Well, now the power companies are getting wise to a solar guys, so they're not raising the kilowatt price. They're raising all raising those little categories on the right where you get like low income fees underground fees overhead fees it's just fees 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 for this blah 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 and, why, and why that's how you, they're getting smart with that why would you think they would do that i mean they're they're nowhere like when we're punching in our proposals we're saying 11.2 cents or whatever if you're doing it around here 11.2 if you're with black hills 14.2 and they know that that's what our solar guys are you know going out there 
So they think that they can argue with them like, oh, we haven't raised our rate for the last five years. But if you raise the, if you look at your bill, your bill still like, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, you haven't raised the rates, but your bill still gone up by about 15%. Why is that? And I think that's why, you know, they think we're, there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat and that's the way that they're doing it now. Instead of saying, oh, we got to raise our rates. Now we're just going to raise our fees. And I think that's a lot of what, you know, us solar guys out there hustling has right. caused right. vicariously because if not, they would have just been like, oh, we're at 16.2 cents. Well, nobody knows what that means, but their bill's higher. Right. Well, now that we're chasing kilowatts, the bills are still getting higher. They just have done it in different ways. Now, um, when 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 a customer look at their bill and they want to understand how much how much the power company is, uh, you know, raising their rates on where where on the, their electrical bill would they find that out? The easiest way, and like it is complicated, because I swear these power companies are just trying to make their bills as complicated as possible, so you can't understand that. Right. But anywhere on there, there's always going to be, and this is like the PUC makes it happen. You're going to find out. Just take your dollar bill, whatever that is. If it's two hundred thirty dollars, if it's five hundred, like mine used to be, just take that number, and then go on there, and somewhere on that bill, it's going to say kilowatts used. If you take that and divide it by the kilowatts used, that's what your cents per watt is. And all that other gobbledygook on there, all the taxes, the fees, the low income fees, the federal blah, 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 none of that matters. Just take the kilowatts and the dollar amount and divide them out. So if you're like $300 and you have 1,000 kilowatts, you know, whatever that math ends up being, that's what you're paying per watt. And most power companies are gonna tell you it's like 11.2 cents or 14 point cents, but when you really do the math, it's closer to 16 or 18, mm-hmm. and that's where they really get us. So it's frustrating for sure. Right, that's 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 understandable because uh, I, I I rent my power, so I just yeah. you know um, I you know soon I won't be renting my power pretty soon. So I hope I'm, I'm hoping on that. Um, so when I when I yeah when I look at my power bill, you know I look at it and it's like. They, they, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. They do put the truth in there, but not everybody can understand it. Yeah. You know, it's like it's there in layman's terms. It's like I give up after the first three lines. I just skip down to what I owe and I pay it. Yeah. You know, like you're saying, it's like you know, you're throwing your money into this power. You're renting this power. You're not getting anything back from it. I mean, yeah, you're keeping your lights on. You're keeping, you know, you're keeping the heat on and everything like that. But there's no, there's no kickback. You know, so but with solar, you know, we have the tax credit and and with that, you know, a customer always ask me as the solar guy, uh, when I sit down at the table, they always ask, you know, when will I see a return investment? You know, what, what is your answer on that? Um, so like it all depends on your power companies. Now where like in Colorado it's usually around six to seven years if you pay cash. If you finance it, like I'd say it's day one because you're paying less than what you are and you're investing on yourself. So even if like you take out those terms that are 20 years or whatever, like the sell, if you want to be more aggressive, whatever that term is, um, you're, you're getting ahead right away, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people will be like, oh, I'm not going to see the benefits of that for 10 years. That's not always true because you're already seeing the benefit. And then every time they raise the rates, you're already that much money ahead. And I, I've heard this, the thing, the best time to buy solar was 10 years ago. Mm. Well, that applies. It's always going to be that way, right? Because it's right. always getting better and better, no matter what anybody wants to say otherwise. Like, if you bought something, to, it's like your house. If you moved into your house 10 years ago, like, let's take a look at that. Like, me, my mom, she bought her house for 100, 120 grand 10 years ago. She just turned around and sold it for 240 like the house was the same house. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that changed on the house. It's not like we upgraded it. We made it amazing. Like we maintained it, but we weren't like actively, you know, 
throwing whatever. It's the same with your solar system. And all of a sudden, magically, she had 120 grand. When she's paying that payment, she never notices that, right? right. But you know, you're paying the same payment every month, but there's equity. Solar works very much the same way because it's just like power is getting more and more valuable, right? Like the more people are moving to Colorado, the more they're spreading out, the more houses they're building, like our prices just keep going up and up and up. So like you're ahead no matter what, no matter how you want to say it, even if it's like, oh, you're only saving me $5 right now, you're going to wish you had the solar system 10 years from now because it's going to be, you know, now it's $5, 10 years from now it's going to be 25 and you already have the system, you know, halfway paid off. So with the 25 year warranties, with the 70 year like life of degradation of panels, like it's just a long term play that gets you ahead no matter, right. you, like power company is the only way you would ever lose money on solar is if all of a sudden they start magically like giving you, you know, going backwards on rates and since the beginning of power, ever since, you know, Edison or Tesla came out with power, like right. it's never gone backwards for one second. It's right. never gotten cheaper. Nobody's ever rolled back prices. So that's like kind of a long answer to that, but I just always think that there's no downside to solar. If mm -hmm. you if you can afford your electric bill, you can afford solar. Exactly. And your electric bill, I mean everybody used to have like, you know, ten years ago everybody's like, Oh yeah, my power bill is a hundred bucks. Now what is it, two hundred, you know? That's ten years, it doubled. So imagine what it's gonna be. And we can see like like I said earlier in California, like they're 10 years ahead of us. Look where their power bills right, are, you know? So. Right. Now, when it comes to, like, when it comes to getting getting to uh, owning own your system or financing your system, um, there is a hurdle that customers always look at. Everything sounds good. And then when we get to, we get to the financial part, you know, the financing part, it's, you know, some, some companies, some lenders have, uh, you know, lower credit scores. Uh, some have around 650. Um, but uh, the ones, you know, people that are like, like 640, 630, you know, they get looked at a little different because lenders really want 650 and up. You really, you know why? You know why is that is? I mean, it's just really reward. Like banks are always putting their money, like they're finding out that solar loans have been some of like the lowest, like, like they're just the least risky mm -hmm. because people, if you can pay your power bill, you're gonna be able to pay your solar bill, right? Mm -hmm. So like, it's just like when you go to buy a car, if you, it's like anything else, you get rewarded if you have the better, if you're higher credit score because the banks are less likely that you're, they're gonna have to come steal that car back from you and be upside down on it. Mm -hmm. Same thing with solar. So like, if you have a higher credit score, they think that you're less of a risk, you're gonna get more rewarded for that, you'll get the better interest rates. So, I mean, it's unfortunate, but credit scores definitely matter in life and it's just another way you get rewarded for having a better credit score. Most people that own a house, you know, are gonna be above 650 because they had to qualify. I mean, life doesn't always work out the way we want it to, but you find that most people that own the house are gonna be at least 650. And compared to like cars and like the like the interest rates that, I mean, when I remember when I had a crappy credit score when I was just getting it started, like if I got a car for, you know, and I had a 650 credit score, mm -hmm. they were charging me 20% interest rate. On these solar loans, like the most you're ever gonna really see is 4.9 for somebody that has a 650. So, right. I mean, I feel like they're really fair on that still. But yeah, I mean, it's just like anything else in life. Credit scores and banks, they pretty much rule the world. <laughs> okay, interesting. All right, man, That's that's that sounds really really educational for everyone out there and i and i hope that people that's listening that that understand have a better understanding 
uh, in solar. If not, I would love to sit down with you again to get another installment. You know, if, if possible, um, I, I know I'm going to get a slew of questions. Hey, I want more. I want to know about this. I want to know about that. So um, tell everybody where they can they can they can find find Big Dog and where, where they can, you know, log in to uh, get some information on a free quote. Yeah, so obviously the easiest way and the most way people prefer is uh, the internet anymore. We're on bigdogsholler.com, so you can hit us up there. There's a quote button there that gives you a little bit of information there you can do before. You can get sign up to get a free quote, kind of do fill your in quote, however you want to do that. Um, if you're here locally, you can call us at 719-423-4900. That's the Pueblo number. So yeah, either way of those, you can hit those up and uh, find us no problem. Great. Well... You guys have a good day. Enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday and your holiday weekends and uh, and Christmas and New Year's and all that whatever. You you know where I'm coming from. This is uh, this is green eyed and solar guy. Stay green because I got my eye on you. And we're out here. Thank you very much, Neil. I appreciate it. Right on. Appreciate I'm gonna get you. out of here because I know you're busy. <laughs>